How embarrassing. No let's let's keep right. going through it. No, you're gonna cut let's that. Start over. Yeah. No, that this Welcome is what they want. This is what the people Jesus. want. Let's ride. All right, no one. This is what the people want. Two. Welcome into episode two of Bad Takes Mostly, fantasy football's best bad takes with your hosts, Tyler, Bad News Airs, Ray, Mr. Unlimited, Caples, and Zach, the Governor Striker. We've got some great new segments, including a week one recap as told by Billy Madison, weekly pick'em. We're finally getting into the NFL Sleeper League for y'all. Uh, this will be a fun one, so sit back, prop up them feet, and enjoy the best bad takes money can't buy. Let's hop into our first segment of the week one recap. Uh, wow, what a shit show for those Cowboys, but Tyler, kick us off with some draft expectations versus reality. All right, welcome in, everyone. Hopefully, we're sounding a little bit more crisp in them ears. Chris, you sound first beautiful, segment, Chris. First segment I wanted to do, and I thought it'd just be interesting ASMR. to see... Draft expectations versus reality. Start whispering, so, Striker. So first round RBs drafted. Striker, Christian McCaffrey, 15.7 points. Huge bust. Huge Not bust. A, a huge bust? That's an <laughs> average ass average. It, it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Richard right. with Jonathan Taylor, 27.5. He won that running back game that week. Mason, Austin Eckler, 11.2. Gabe. Seventh round, Derrick Henry, 8.2 points. Seventh pick. Connolly, eighth pick. Dalvin Cook, 13.8 points. Xander, 10th pick. Najee Harris, 10.6 points. Homick, 12th pick. DeAndre Swift, 26.5 points. I think that goes to show that the 12th pick is not a bad spot to be. Well, especially when DeAndre Swift is getting down talk there, because, yeah, like that. That's re- that's pretty awesome for him to have Swift. Yeah, like insane. That. But let's CMC. talk. I wanted to talk about this. Okay, go ahead. one quick. Rolando, we talked shit on Rolando last last podcast about his running backs that he picked. Super late, super <laughs> old, all the things. They were both in the top ten of running backs this week. Both Cordero Patterson <laughs> and James Robinson were top ten top ten running he backs. Benched excuse him. me this he week. He benched James Robinson. He benched him for Zeke. I don't know. Why, yeah, I don't know why he wanted Zeke so bad. So you can't but, count that. Yes, top ten, but benched. I'm glad you and Bazo got some time to talk at the bar. He didn't want to hurt you too bad. The real winners of the first round are the wide receivers drafted. So Ayers, myself, fourth overall, Justin Jefferson, 39.4 points, almost broke 40. Ray, put your dick away. Fifth overall, (laughs) Stefan Diggs, 26.2, not as good, but still pretty decent. And then Rolo, of course, sixth pick, Cooper Cup, 31.8 points. And then <laughs> Waddy with the 11th pick, C.D. Lamb with 4.9 points. We're so sorry for your I loss. I think we're going to see a lot more of that this year. Striker, sorry, I think you were saying earlier that you think C.D. is going to be I think okay. CD will be okay. Yeah, but I, I don't. I think CD is going to be like a top twenty-four guy, which is I terrible okay. for a first round. Yeah, I'm worried about him. I'm worried about all of that. I didn't say he would be great. I said he'd be okay. I didn't say he's going to be worth the first round pick, but well, that, that's what makes yeah. it tough. Yeah, yeah. It'll but this right. this just reminds me of how how Pandai was on draft day when 
Tyler took Justin Jefferson from me and how pained yeah. I was on a uh, combine day when I lost to Richard in cornhole and <laughs> sealed my fate to be behind Tyler at the fifth. And I won. <laughs> Just too good, dude. I mean, I didn't win at any athletic event, but I did win at uh, cornhole and I got second in beer pong. So I think that's goes to show my character. Well, I, yeah. What I really want to know, Tyler, is is do you think that Gabe should have drafted a Dontre Hilliard instead of Derrick Henry here, so he could have gotten twenty twenty Gabe, something points? Gabe, you would have talked to me. Yeah. I know you were talking talking down. Yeah. Derek. Um, honestly, that was probably a fluke. Derrick Henry should have got that Russian touchdown, but he didn't. Both. I don't know if Dontre Hilliard's gonna be. I don't know. I don't know if I would chase points. Part like of the that. passing game. Part of the passing game. Which yeah. is something I don't think Henry's going to have. I'm not, I mean, I'm not sitting here saying that he's going to be more valuable than Derrick Henry the rest of the year, Just but very interesting player. Solid yeah. week one overreactions, though. That's the thing is we see these guys come out mm-hmm. week one, and it will not continue that way. Like mm-hmm. it's not like Derrick Henry did this last year, where he had ten points in week one. The next week had forty one points. Right, like it's, it's and then he went happen. on to have like seven the, games in a row, the season. highest points yeah. per game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he and, ended like what. Wide, or uh, running back like six and missed four weeks of the season. Even missing season. all that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah exactly. So, Gabe, you're so fine. You're telling uh, me there's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. Just a Always bit. A chance. Just a bit. And, and and not to leave out Barrett, but he was the only one in the first round to pick a tight end. It was Travis Kelsey, 26.1, who's really kind of more like a wide receiver, but worked Like out. wide receiver one. And all he's right. not old. I, gotta, I owe I him guess, this. I, I yeah. owe him this and nothing else. Barrett, I'm sorry. <laughs> but fuck you. You can suck my dick. Travis Kelsey, yes, but fuck him. Zone. Good job. Still don't like it in the first round, but... Yeah, okay, so I, I found three tight ends that scored in total the same amount as Travis Kelsey. So if you were able to start three tight ends in your tight fucking, end spot... I don't want to talk about tight ends. Tight ends is these just names. These names are These names are Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, and Darren Waller. All of their points together this week equal exactly what Travis Kelsey scored. Than kicker, is that true? The exact that is true. Point? Yeah, that is true. Exactly. Mark Andrews with ten point two, Kyle Pitts a three point nine, and Darren Waller with eleven point nine. All of that, if you add it up together, twenty six point one in our league scored exactly what Kelsey did. Those three guys, wow. which is which is yeah. great. All those guys were going around the same. You know, they were they were the next up tight ends. They all just got absolutely mm. crushed by this guy. I think the best three tight ends you could have asked for were Cole Komet, George Kittle, and <laughs> George Kittle. <laughs> Having yeah, fun stroking Barrett. Um, yeah. And then another recap of this uh, fantasy football week. The closest game was between Richard and Homick. Richard with 126.48 and Homick with 127.36 points. It's a .88 difference. That was my favorite, favorite close game ever because Richard should have won if the yeah. Denver Broncos had any sanity at all and not kicked yeah. that ball. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure that the, the Broncos coach hates Richard um, because what they should have done is gone for it, gotten it, and then maybe after a couple of plays kicked an easy field goal to go to mm-hmm. go and win the game. I don't, I don't understand that play call. It was very weird. I think he basically just shit on Russell Wilson. He's like he's already done with him by the decision there, but it was it was it was upsetting to me. I was I kept seeing in my head Russell Wilson passing to Javante Williams for a touchdown mm-hmm. um over and over again. I didn't need it, thank God, to beat Xander, but uh 
really wanted to see that this week. After two goal line fumbles, though, I think he the coach was just like, yeah, I don't want to risk a fumble and then right, have on zero the chance to, to win. But still mm-hmm. a 64-yarder. You know, let me, let's just go for a tie against uh, the best kick ever in the NFL. Not really the best strategy there. And you know it's fun. I was sitting there last night, like, I was scrolling over and looking at Richard's points and Homix, and I'm, I was watching their matchup, and that's just mm-hmm. fun to see, like, when it's that close. And it it hurts when you lose, but I think by it hurts content. even more when you lose by 20 points to Ayers and Watson. And I win <laughs> with 109 points. I think it was the second lowest, lowest yeah. being Watson that week. Yeah, when you get your ass beat by the projected last place finisher <laughs> in the league, that's pretty tough. I think that was a victory I needed. Place. So I think so far my record's one and zero, and Richards is zero and one. In case anyone's wondering, <laughs> so the tally, yeah, we should keep that tally. The the Richard gonna, versus Tyler tally for the rest. We're going to get to the end of the season. Tyler's going to have the lowest points for and like an eight and six record. <laughs> <laughs> it's it sounds like it sounds now. like a Cowboys sounds oh, yeah. like a Cowboys yeah. year. He's going like to make the making the playoffs. playoffs. He's going to make the playoffs with like. Uh, 200 points lower than anyone else in the playoffs. I just want to make the playoffs. I'm just here to have fun. It's a chance. There's a chance you're one and oh, now we need to make a division of like Tyler and Gabe and Watson and Xander. And just and whoever <laughs> comes out of that gets Don't to be in the playoffs. Yourself from this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, we'll all hop into the, the return of week one injuries. Um, I think my favorite part of week one every season is my team gets decimated by injuries in the very first week and I get to ride the waiver wire all year. So kicking it off. We, we knew player. Elijah Mitchell was getting hurt. We all knew Not that. In week one. Or benched. We knew that. <laughs> yeah, or rotated. Ben- yes. I expected like, okay, give me a couple weeks. Give me a couple weeks. Just, you know. Just, <laughs> not even Just a couple game. weeks. No, last year I had exact same San Francisco. I had uh, Raheem Mostert week one out for the season. That's so why you don't stupid. draft San Francisco running backs. There's some curse so in there. They're so good though. They're so unless good. they're but flyers. Unless yeah, unless they you know get hurt week one and are out for. If two anyone months, wants to so. trade, if anyone's in hard up for running back, hit me up. I am. So no, I'll talk I'm to you after this. Uh, talk now. <laughs> Just kidding. Now week one injuries report. Uh, we had Keenan Allen with a hamstring. Uh, likely going to miss one to two weeks, possibly just this Thursday. Um, but we'll see about that. Elijah Mitchell harped on that one. Knee injury, uh, two months. Is it? Yeah. Eight weeks rough. He's on IR. Um, not fun. So, excuse me. Uh, T Higgins concussion should be back this week. If he makes it through concussion protocol, uh, we'll see about that though. It didn't, it honestly didn't seem like a terrible concussion hit, but you never know with those things. Um, we shall see. Uh, Najee Harris rolled ankle, like a high ankle sprain, I think is what it was classified as. But um, I'm worried really about no, that. There's really no timeline. And I don't think, I think it might have been the same That's foot tough. as his uh, Liz Frank injury. So not looking good he- for Najee. He tweeted today. He was like, I'm fine. I'm going to practice this week. I'm playing next week. But we also yeah, heard J.K. Dobbins say that about those yeah. fake-ass doctors. Yeah, but say, <laughs> if they feel like they need to say that, then you're in trouble. I'm fine. Well, they I'm always fine. want to. And that's the thing is, like, any player is going to be like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm going to get out there and practice. And then he gets out and practice. He's like, shit, this is actually hurts. Can't yeah, do now, it. Now so. Xander has a Kenneth Gainwell, a J.K. Dobbins is out, and Damien Harris. 
So he does. He needs some running backs. So if, he if does anyone wants to try to backs, but. try to offload some stuff, go help Sander out. Yeah, I, I think I'll throw him Elijah Mitchell. I guess you know whatever. Else I can <laughs> do, right? uh, your boy Mac Jones had some back spasms. Max spasm. He. I think he'll be fine. Sounds like he'll be fine. Some yeah, max that, that's, that's good. Yeah, the max spasms. Um, yeah, this is irrelevant to fantasy football, unfortunately. Uh, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't going to do His x-ray came back with. negative, so that's good. No one has Mac Jones, so irrelevant. But, I mean, it could impact overall passing game for the New England Patriots. Yeah, so. which was barely there in the first place. Um, I think we had, like, Jacoby Myers, who I played this past week, is probably the only guy you could count on from a PPR list standpoint. After that, yeah. I yeah. mean... Yeah. The only thing luck. I can see this actually benefiting is something like a Ramondre Stevenson someone I don't which know. would Who's be great for me <laughs> it would be awesome but back? well they just have like a trio back there like bolden who's getting their backup passing. of uh quarterback fuck i don't know no idea who the fuck knows see uh, exactly dump <laughs> dump offs to remind bolden then Damian harris bolden bolden's their passing back yes whatever is i wouldn't i wouldn't put any yeah, I wouldn't worry about any of the running backs at the Patriots. And I honestly just don't look at the Patriots record the rest of the year either. Just pretend, just worry about other teams. It's okay. I notice you're not wearing your Patriots hat today. So that's just, that's separate, not related. And none of us wearing He was playing guitar earlier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I had to wear the Gibson hat. Yeah. 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 When he plays guitar. And uh, last major injury. Cat. Last major injury on the list. We all know Dak Prescott hurt his pussy. <sighs> uh, so. He's going to be out for. Uh, yeah. He's going to be out actually for a serious weeks. injury. I, I think he has surgery. Yeah, right? He hurt his. He hurt his thumb. He had surgery today, actually. So he the says he's going to be back uh, in four weeks. But yeah, don't pull a Russell Wilson like he did last year. Last year came back probably four weeks too early and couldn't do anything. Couldn't throw the ball. Um, but I could see Dak doing that. You know, he's a real leader. Uh, he's that dude. Uh, he's got a. <laughs> he's a great he's dude, man. He's going to come make sure CD Land gets his eight fantasy points, and they can lose um, to the Eagles. <laughs> but the the joke here is, as I I put that his pussy hurt, I think in like the second quarter, way before he actually got hurt. So that's yeah. a nod to uh to Barrett saying that I'm some kind just, of curse for quarterbacks um, and their injuries. It was just not well, accurate. I mean, overthrowing, underthrowing people. He just looked dropping balls. It looked awful. Like it, it looked like he hurt his hand before the game and was just like, you know what? Yeah, uh, my hand actually does hurt. <laughs> We're going to go to the Dude, locker Dude, it was room. the the new Jordans he was, he was for wearing a hand that to slam. Ah, so stupid. So that's a good transition into the rest of the – that's all the week one injuries. It's a good transition, though, into the rest of the week one recap. Number one on the list, Cowboys looked like shit. I think we had already started that conversation, but – I saw uh, Tyler, you threw in some notes here about, I think, defending the Cowboys. Let's go. Let's hear it. Uh, a little bit because I'm the ultimate optimist. But this morning or yesterday morning, I woke up and I was like, man, I've never been a Cowboys fan when they weren't good because I've only watched football for like six years. Mm. And what? they've always been Dece, like, But <laughs> waking up this that Monday morning, I was that. like, <laughs> eight and eight. Like, all they had was <laughs> lamb and like, what felt like practice squad receivers and you get Gallup back. You'll have Tolbert. He wasn't playing. James Washington will be back. Tyron Smith at the end of the year. Don't even really count on it. 
And then what's interesting, I found this. I think most people know, but Cowboys had the most offensive yards in 2021. And the second most was Tampa Bay. And what made me excited was to see that the Cowboys were able to hold them to like, was it four or five field goals? And I think they missed one. Four field goals and a touchdown. I mean, I do think they made Tampa Bay look better than they are. I think Tampa Bay is not going to be what they were last year. Um, so it was, I mean, think people might be getting misconceptions on here. It's just about the Cowboys being bad. I don't think Tampa is going to be as right. good. That was no, Julio yeah, Jones looked really good. Yeah. Separately. But dude, every, every big play. I mean, we, there's so much hype around Diggs. The touchdown was against mm. Diggs. Julio's big play was against Diggs. It's like, yes, we have a good defense, but there was no pressure up the middle. All the pressure came from Micah Parsons. Tampa Bay's line was hurt in the middle. So yeah, we have Michael mm-hmm. Parsons, who we know is a man, but like, it just didn't. It was not like a reassuring game whatsoever that the Cowboys are going to do anything this year. What's like it? It's just yes, and those think, are good think, points. Yes, we had the most offensive yards. They had the most offensive, their second most offensive yards in twenty twenty one. But we held them to nineteen points. Like, regardless, like it didn't matter that we couldn't put up points. They couldn't put up points and we still look like shit. It's like, yeah. When you think about, we can't counter last year. Like, I think it's a little bit of a misconception. Like look how many yards they had. One of the best offenses in the league. I, when people look back at last year, they talk about the bills. They don't talk about the Cowboys. I think some of those yards are gotten at times that aren't really that valuable. I think that's something that you have to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboys weren't a biggest offensive team last year. They were great fantasy focus but i don't i I Mm. think a lot of that was was against bad teams teams that weren't as good and in times that weren't as interesting in terms of importance for for scoring the only other point to make here is like you said tyler the most offensive yards we also had that we were the highest scoring offense in the league last year to go and we didn't score a touchdown (laughs) the, the only nfl team in week one to not score a touchdown the only NFL team. Even the Giants scored a touchdown. The that hurts. Giants scored a touchdown. The Jets scored a touchdown. The only team in the NFL that didn't score a touchdown. That's fucking wild. Wow. All right. I'm, I'm well, I mean, Saquon's them. back, so that's that's why the Giants are back, right? Saquon is back, and that makes me so happy. He is a beast. Saquon's yeah, I got to eat crow on that, talking about how I didn't like his his pick. I was afraid of him in the draft. Um, I feel bad for Homick again that, you know, as soon as he gives up on him, Saquon's back. Um, but you know, I'm sure Conley's feeling really great this this week about that. Yeah, I think it's a good pick. Good pick, good pickup. Great to see him back. It's fun watching good players be good. Like I think that's one of the most fun things about the NFL is like when good players are as good as they're supposed to be, it makes it more fun. Speaking of Jefferson, that dude. <laughs> Jefferson that dude. I, I I had a hard time watching that because of how long in my head I imagined drafting Jefferson <laughs> after the fifth pick. I, I think it, it was also, really pissing me off. To, and then like the Packers couldn't do anything. Exactly. I think it had to do more with the fact that the Packers defense looked terrible. I think they were I, I was listening to something about how there was one play where Jefferson took a step back because he was expecting mm-hmm. to get hit by a DB and there was no one within 10 yards of him. It's like, how do you let go of the best? Yeah, he was jokingly surprised that there was no defense for him. Yeah, but he's that dude. 
we'll skip over Maybe the um, next one. Speaking yeah. of dudes, my, Michael Michael <laughs> Thomas, I I don't think he's back. We're talking about guys being back, guys being that. I don't I don't I don't expect that kind of output from Michael Thomas every week. Um, I think there's potential for boom with him for sure. Um, but when I mean, you look at like his target rate and his receptions, it was a little different than when you look at his touchdowns. And I think those touchdowns are going to come um, a little bit less often than what it looked like for week one. Um, nice to see it from him, honestly. Um, feels like it's been six years. Um, no, no, it hasn't been that long, but it scared me a little bit when I when I look down and I see Xander get 20 plus points for Michael Thomas. I'm I'm like, okay, fuck, maybe I'm not going to win this this matchup. Um, yeah, but it'll be interesting close. to see what happens with the Saints. I think the Saints are a really interesting team from a fantasy perspective and just from offensive perspective in general the rest of this year. I think that was a big game for him, not only because he did show out in week one, um, kind of shut down the haters. If you saw the clip of him on the sideline high fiving his teammates, he was foaming at the mouth. But the dude, I think it's a big confidence you game. Yeah, that dog in him. Going two two years off, basically. One year where he sat out and another year yeah. where he had a season long injury. And it's just like first feel game good, back, feel good story there. It's a, well, not only a feel good story, but it's a confidence boost for him where he's like, Yeah, I can do that. Like this is my game I've been telling you about for the past two years that I know how to play. So I don't think it, you're right. I don't think it's going to be an every week kind of thing like a Devontae Adams, but I do think that there will be massive weeks from Michael Thomas. Speaking of massive weeks, uh, Mahomes does Mahomes things and shows out. Uh, I think Barrett mentioned uh, he wants us to shut the fuck up about there being no receivers in Kansas City. Um, I mean, I think it's Mahomes more that it doesn't Mahomes. matter. <laughs> Like, right. I, I'm not going to go, I'm like, but you know what? Juju is just really good. It's just that he has options. I mean, McCole Hardman is not, we know McCarman's not a guy he can get a touchdown with him. I think it says more about Patrick Mahomes than it does yeah, about agree. his receiving core. As long as he has bodies out there. Um, it's good. But it's I think Mahomes. it shows like how intelligent the team is and going, there's no, we don't need to be paying Tyreek this kind of money. Like that needs to go somewhere else because we have Patrick Mahomes. And uh, really, I'm excited about, next week's matchup against the Chargers is going to be a fun fucking game. Yeah, I'm really excited about that because Mike Williams scored three points last week and going to need him to step it up. Yeah, maybe they'll find him this time without Keenan Allen there. Mm -hmm. Yep, and uh, similar to Mahomes doing Mahomes things, Devontae does Devontae things. Dude, Massive I knew from- Devontae. Like, it just seemed like, because he didn't he play in college with uh, Derek Carr? Yep. Or was it high school? Was it college? No, it was college. High school. Damn. Uh, no, it was college. But just went back dude, to just it. knowing Tay, as Rogers calls him. I mean, just an absolute freak, dude. So fast, so big, can get open. I just knew he was going to be wild. So it's cool to see, like, you're your perception of players and you, you get all these ideas of like what the season's going to be like and who's going to go where, who's going to fall off, who you're just not sure of. And like to see the first week where people like do what they're doing and it's like, it translates over. It translated over. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, it's fun seeing good players do great things. It's, it makes the NFL fun. I think my favorite clip from or favorite, yeah, a clip from that game was the the route that he ran and the receiver, the uh, DB ran off the screen off of uh, Devontae's cut. I don't know if y'all saw that or not. <laughs> no, Chicked I didn't see that one. That's funny. I'll send it to you. I was watching. It's funny. I was watching Red Zone, dude, and it's like 
from like 12 o'clock till the end of, you know, like 11 o'clock at night. I mean, it's just commercial. Fuck Sling TV. Oh, yeah. They screwed. I heard about that. It was it was down for the first. Sling had uh, the Red Zone package thing. Bought it yesterday or Sunday for the games. Red Zone was down for the first hour of football. I couldn't. I watched uh, Lions and Eagles for an hour because it was the only game available. I couldn't watch anything else. It was very frustrating. You couldn't even watch the other game. No, there was no other games on. Oh my <laughs> so, God. At least like available in our area. So Red Zone was down, and all I got to watch was Eagles and Lions. It was fantastic. The Lions looked like they they wanted to win there for a little bit, but. Um, Dude, they, they did lying. They held they did in lying things. They held in there. Yeah. 38. What was it? 38, 35. I mean, it's good. It, it's promising because it means t- teams can score against the Eagles because the, the lions, <laughs> the, cow- <laughs> the Cowboys will need to, but I don't know if they'll be able to at this point. Exactly. Um, next thing. Yeah, yeah. Tight end, tight end disappearing act. Biggest storyline of the first week. Watson started yeah. Kittle it's, and it's he every got the year, exact <clears throat> same result as myself and Tyler. Starting yeah. Cole Komet and Irv Smith, terrible showing from the tight end. That's why I was saying tight ends are stupider than kickers. Yeah, I'm happy I won this week, or I'd be super pissed off at, at what's happening with Kyle Pitts. I mean, Atlanta was scoring, Atlanta had an offense, Mariota was doing something, but Kyle Pitts, I think it was like two receptions. I don't understand. Um, so I, I wouldn't say I'm worried about that, but it's it's the same thing everywhere. I think with Cole Komet, I think will be fine. I think. What we saw from the Bears San Francisco game, you kind of need to throw out, throw it out in the water, just like the entire game was, because who knows what was going mm-hmm. on there compared mm-hmm. to a real game. But um, I'm sure he'll have another game where he has one point. You know, it's it's tough to 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 stream tight ends the whole time. I'm wondering if eventually we'll get rid of tight ends, but I think that'd be too boring. I we mean, need to do the, just, the premium. We need to make only a lot. The only but yeah, talk about tight end premium, tight end. Tyler. Yeah, so I did a tight end premium in uh, my work league last year. And basically, it just gives tight ends, like, I don't know, you can do it in different ways, but say it's just one and a half times points uh, for everything that they score. So your Tyler Higby... Not not PPR, but 1.5 PPR. Right, right. So so your nobody tight ends become... Just get more valuable, and it just makes it more interesting. And you have a just a deeper, you know pool of tight ends you can go for instead of it being the top three and kelsey gets drafted number two pick overall yeah because he just goes bananas so you have to pay well i think i remember you telling me about tight end premium thinking oh well it's you're gonna have to pay up for these top tight ends but people are already having to go into the first round for Mm -hmm. for travis kelsey so i mean yeah it's showing you just how disparate it is like i think if he didn't do that he was gonna have he might not have got him so it's, it's like playing a two QB league. I mean, you're going to draft people still draft Allen in the first round, but like he's getting drafted yeah. top five. Not I, I, I ran a two Q two QB league this year or super flex. So you can get a little more flexibility than having to start two QBs and mm-hmm. comparing it to the other leagues. It's like, Oh, this fucking sucks. Like I'm gonna have to start this guy and this guy. But then when you realize that everyone else is starting the same kind of situation it just you just make a, a value judgment right like it's like okay it's just it's kind of nice that we get to just you know is Jameis Winston going to do something like you get more interested mm-hmm. in that offense um Speaking so it's of worth James it but Winston, it's a little bit intense uh didn't put this in our docket but on our first episode we asked who's our favorite NFL player 
it's Jameis Winston. Dude, he is the funniest <laughs> guy. Like, I saw an interview with Pain. him a Pain couple everywhere. days ago. And he's like, he's Eat talking about, he's like, I, ho- I host these workouts and they're crazy. You know, they're tough. You know, people come out and I got water. I got water and Gatorade. And you know, you want something refreshing, you know, after a good workout. And when you leave the cooler open and the wrapper starts falling off, whoo, he's just getting all mad about it. Dude, it's so funny. And just his interviews, man, it's just, he's my favorite. So I think he's going to be good this year. I think he's gonna be good this year. <laughs> he's got a nice receiving core, dude. Uh, well, talking about some of the players we had we had this week, um, I have some guys that scored big, and I want to get y'all's opinion on whether it's real or fake, whether it's Adidas or Dibas. Um, starting off, a uh, Wince, uh, you know, the guy who's better than Dak. I think he was like the, a top three quarterback this week. What do you think? What do y'all think about that? Do you think he's gonna be he the a streaming option for Watson? Like, do you think that was just a total fluke and? No, give it to me straight. I think he's. I think he'll be a weekly streamer. I think he's okay to start. I mean, he has options too. Like we all talked about, uh, we talked about the receivers in New Orleans with Jameis Winston. He has Scary Terry, Jahan Dotson. Uh, oh shoot, I can't remember the third. Curtis guy. Samuel's healthy. Curtis Samuel Curtis Samuel's and healthy Logan now. Thomas. Like he has a full roster of guys that can catch, and I think he is. He's mobile, so I think he's a good start. Um, do I think he's going to score? 20 plus points a week no but neither is Dak so I mean maybe I not 27 a, yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> so I think yeah it's not Cooper Rush margin. not Cooper Rush not Cooper Rush well even I didn't even think Dak was gonna score 20 points a week if he stayed healthy there's no way so I think Carson Wentz is a viable rest of the year Geno Smith or Carson Wentz Carson Wentz Tyler yeah I don't know if Geno's game was sustainable i don't know it just seemed like the broncos were kind of just give not giving up but there were just huge opportunities it was open open they guys just played in like the field do you know had what um, 190 something yards he had like 17 points yeah i've got yeah, but I mean, here yeah 41 attempts 27 completions 313 yards four touchdowns and two interceptions those are some crazy numbers i don't think those are repeatable for carson wentz um, so how about uh, Wentz or Mariota? Wentz, because Mariota, Wentz, yeah, he's still a better receiving core. Yeah, I so think Mariota. Go look at Wentz's rushing yards, rushing attempts. Six attempts, twelve yards. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay. goes, yeah. that, that's called scrambling I mean, out of a closing pocket. Yeah. I also, yeah, okay, I guess yes, uh, runs, the but. Commanders also Who's, got a pretty easy schedule, don't they? I mean, they're playing Detroit, Philadelphia, Dallas. Dude, Who's they're the probably going to rip us apart. Who? Who's the more accurate Oh, wins. Yeah. No, I, I think, I mean, I over Mariota, 100%. Yeah, I think I, I think agree. the only, like, the best Wentz. possible one would be, like, Wentz or Baker. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a tough I, one. Yeah, see, like that's a it. Just depends on the matchup. Yeah, I don't exactly. That's a matchup. I want to. I want to say Wince, but it feels barely. Bad, but I don't. But there's gonna I, be. Yeah. I mean, after what Baker, games I just where one of them busts it. and the other one doesn't. Like it's gonna be games where Baker it's, goes off for four touchdowns, well, especially when you're in a league like like where we are, where you, you have a lot of options on the streaming side of quarterbacks. Yeah, it's all matchup where everyone really only holds one. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> 
Oh, the other one I have is uh, Devon Duvernay for the Baltimore Ravens. What do you think about that guy? Fast, could slip into the Malcolm Brown role, had a couple touchdowns. Mm. I didn't watch that game. Yeah, I, I don't know, even know who he is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Just like I've never. I started typing his name. like D. He scored. He scored twenty-one D-O-U. points. He scored twenty-one points. Yeah, he was I targeted. Mean, yeah, a little. Yeah. They they also have Rashad Bateman. They have Rashad Bateman. They have Mark Andrews. They have he basically had a um, a Dalvin Michael Thomas Cook. stat line. Yeah, that's same thing that Michael he, Thomas did is what he it's did just, here. And he, yeah, he, is he not got Michael two tutties. This is kind of the same thing you're saying. It's like looking at Michael Thomas. I had it up earlier, but it's like four targets, four receptions. Okay, that's great. You got all four, um, 54 yards, and then two touchdowns. So it's like, yeah, like we're, that's he, not going to happen. He was found happen. for touchdowns. But and it's, the, it's the question you ask yourself. It's like, is he a touchdown guy? Is that what his quarterbacks are looking him for? Or is it, or is he... Or is he, is he that, but it's going to be super dependent, especially when you have a running game like Baltimore once they get healthy. Um, I was, gonna I, say, I was I thinking fake there. I, I wanted to get y'all's opinion. I think fake there no. for sure. Fake. It's like when you see um, players like that, like in the league, and they, on paper, it's just like, wow, this dude got 21 points and he's on the Ravens. And that's, wow, I want to, that's great. That's an easy I mean, I think, I, I think I think I'll trade. spend $40 in fab there. Shit, maybe sixty dollars in fab, sixty percent of my fab. Let's go. On what is on he? Who? Duvernay on Devon on Devon Duvernay. I'm gonna do it. Sixty-one percent. You should go for it. I might do sixty. Uh, well, all right, let's run into the biggest busts of the week, and then we'll uh, we'll keep going with the bold prediction overview. All right, what are your biggest busts? Oh, I, I so what I did is just kind of went through everyone's teams, and I think it's fun to you look at your team, you're like, dude. Mine in particular, I wrote this uh, at some point here, but Justin Jefferson <laughs> scored more points than both of my running backs, my flex, my tight end, my kicker, and my defense combined. I mean, that's gonna happen every week. I saw your team. He yeah, forty percent. He had forty percent of your points. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but when you just kind of go through everyone's roster, everyone's got these just big duds. I mean, Richards, Devonta Smith, That'll goose change. egg zero. It has to, right? Probably. Chris Godwin, yeah. six I mean, and a half Hertz is not great quarterback. He might be just targeting Brown. Yeah, but he, he'll, he'll be good. Ray's Kyle Pitts, 3.9 points. Xander's Allen Robinson. I told him to draft him. Sorry, Xander. I'm okay with Allen Robinson. Will, probably will get better. He's fine. I think he'll be fine. 2.2 points. Mason's Cam Akers. Cam Akers <laughs> is not fine. Drop him. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can't drop that. him. You can't. He, you can't drop. Well, Cam Akers have the triple threat. Yeah, triple threat. Zero yards. Zero TDs. Zero points. Love that. Connolly, Sammy Watkins, four point eight. Barrett, George Pickens, one point three. Which I like George Pickens a lot. Connolly didn't listen to me. I'm mad at him. I mean, to, to, to be fair, Sammy, Cam Akers wasn't supposed yeah, to play. Told him to take him all. out. Told him to play Michael Carter over Sammy. Uh, Homix, Darnell Mooney, 1.8 points. Strikers, Cole Komet, Goose Egg, Rolos, Dawson Knox. I think the Bears will be better. Yeah, Bears will be a decent. 1.5 for Dawson Knox. Watson. Definitely worried about that with Gabriel Davis. I think Dawson Knox is going to take a big hit because of Gabe Dave. That's why I was happy to get off of him. Of course, you know, we still see the stat lines we see here for Kyle Pitts, but yeah, um, it's going to be tough. Dude. 
I saw a stat from, or just a, a tweet from JJ Zacharyson. It said uh, Gabe Davis is 80% of his receptions have turned into a touchdown. That's insane. Touchdown, man. That's that's ridiculous, man. Uh, do you that's think that's not sustainable, sustainable either? <laughs> it's not sustainable, but you don't you don't need that to be. I mean, if that's sustainable, no. that's just ridiculous. But it's it's a sign of he's the touchdown guy there, and he's yeah, going to get a lot of those opportunities either way. It's obviously going to come down, but you're going to be fine. I mean, I don't think he's going to be outscoring Diggs the rest of the year. No, but he's going to be getting plenty of fantasy points. Yeah, if he does, do you want to trade? At the end of the year, <laughs> the last two on this list, though, I, don't, I mean, George Kittle, Goose Egg, keep... he shouldn't have started him. I don't think that was a bust. I think it was just a. Yeah, we need to do a pod on pod. Saturday to just tell everybody who to not start. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, In don't start whoever. Don't start everybody. someone who. Don't start someone who's who's out. out. Maybe, Irv Smith, Woof, uh, with yeah. His, I mean, you, you kind of. I should stacked known. your. Yeah, you should have. You stacked your receiving options there in minnesota so mm-hmm. yeah I split his points between you're gonna you're gonna be okay if jefferson scores 40 points there you could you could yeah, take okay. that hit on a tight end sure i just yeah just shift shift like five of jefferson's points to herb smith and you'll be okay yeah and you would have been Still happier score 34 yeah so all right well that is your week one recap um, aside from the bold predictions. So right before the kickoff, um, Sir Homick sent a question to the group. What is your biggest, baddest, bold prediction of week one? So we'll run through these. I wrote them all down from uh, the group chat for those who responded. Um, first one was myself. Trey Lance would bust. Bears would win. Gotta pat myself. That's pretty wild. You called that. that. Yeah, Jesus. I was. I was he looked pretty... at the forecast there. Well, dude, I was the <laughs> yeah. only. Yeah, the forecast was a joke. I was watching the NFL kickoff or whatever, and the chicks just standing in a puddle. I'm like, okay, if there's a game, nice. <laughs> so for, one of the yeah. most hyped person in the offseason to bust, this is that game. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna call it. Lance is gonna bust seven points. Solid seven points. Bears would win. That was probably the bolder prediction, but the Bears beat them 19 to 10. Justin Fields was still mediocre. Called that one too. <laughs> did call 50 plus rushing yards. He did not. It was 28. Um, had a lot to do with probably protecting him, not scheming him to run, but yeah. Um, go tear his ACL. Yeah, exactly. Ring. Like probably not worth it. Spraying his MCL like the other side of the football with Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Hate the San Francisco running backs. Next one on the list was Barrett Sky Moore plus six receptions, six or more receptions did not happen. Ray Dak under 15 fantasy points called it bingo. Tyler Cowboys win by three. No, no, no. (laughs) I said they would only score three. (laughs) What I said. If that's what you said, then you hit it right on the nose. No, Cowboys the only team to not score a touchdown. Tyler, you called it. Good job. Helmet. Homick called ETN to get more than 20 fantasy points. Dude, he was so Called to Robinson. Yeah. He was so... Yeah, 8.8 fantasy points did not happen there. Sorry, Homick. Uh, next oh, one, yeah. Tyler <laughs> smacks Watson ass. Watson's ass, sus. Um, kind of happened. It was the biggest blowout of the week. So I guess you did call that, but I wouldn't call that a bold prediction when Watson's stack gets injured and 
doesn't have. I mean, pegs, he was he did call it before, and Watson was did. Watson was up on him projection. So yeah, yeah. I just had a feeling that Dak. Yeah, would just get like hurt you called. Uh, would, <laughs> yeah, Cowboys something no wasn't there. You just knew. Someone it, asked right? me if it was their year, and I was like, you know what? I don't think it is for the first no. time ever. But you yeah. called them to win by three. I mean, they've been so good the the rest of the time you've been rooting for them, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a tough thing All to see. All six years. I mean, realistically, over the past six years, they have done decent. Yeah, ever since 2016, yeah. So when they drafted Dak and Dak. Zeke. Dude, I didn't know this until the broadcast on Sunday, but this is Dak's ninth season with the Cowboys. When I heard that, I was like, yeah. What? Just start tanking and get it on a quarterback. Like, get I don't know someone what you're, else. Get, you're getting with this. We've had nine seasons. I guess, well, really, what? seven and a half seasons because Romo was there his first season. He got hurt in the second season. So Dak took his place, but I'm like seven and a half seasons of the same storyline every year. I mean, it's getting a little, I think, I think people need to realize that Jerry Jones doesn't care about winning. He cares about people watching TV, watching the Cowboys and buying the jerseys. That's his number one. You think think we'll tank and pick Bryce Bryce Young? Young? Dude, that'd be so nice. Get I think you are more likely to go get Jimmy Garoppolo and try to pretend so like you have a, you have a shot Please at winning. Don't fucking do that. Don't do that. Just, <laughs> just tank. I'm ready. I'm mentally prepared for it after that first game. All right, next big bold prediction: Barrett Baker three touchdowns. Nope, he had two total touchdowns. Ray called two. DJ Moore touchdowns. Nope, he said this nope. was a joke. I don't buy it. Bold predictions. This was a bold joke. Predictions. I thought. I thought <laughs> was, Barrett was Russ I with more than twenty-seven points. A joke? No, that, that was not a joke. joke. I I lost ten dollars <laughs> to Barry. See, if it's not a joke, I'll say. I thought Barry was joking about Baker with three touchdowns. To be honest, um, but apparently he can't see DJ more, so we'll have to see if that continues the rest of the year. Baker's pretty short. He's six foot, so can't have to see over his line to see DJ more. Love him. And but... apparently can't throw deep either. So ah, that'll change. Baker's not gonna play like that all season. I think it'll get a little better. I think Miles Garrett had it out that for little. Him. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the official uh, end of week one recap. So thank you guys for putting those notes together. That was a fun segment. That's going to be really fun every week. Uh, let's hop into the weekly pick em. So this segment, we're going to pick three player prop bets each week. Uh, we'll keep a running tally. A uh, loser at the end of the season is going to lose the water bet. The other players get to, the other people on this podcast get to dump water all over them at the end of the season. Um, I will personally be putting we'll record $2 it. Parlay. Don't worry. Yeah, we will. Rec- it's going to be the ice bucket challenge all over again. We're going to bring back ALS support. So I'll personally be putting $2 <laughs> parlay on my bets every week. Um, and it's going to let you know at how much money I win or lose by the end of the season. Uh, this will be a fun invested. I think this is going to be more about uh, bragging rights given $2 a week over the season is $36. So I think I'll be okay. So how are we going to do it real quick? Is it going to be like the most correct you have like tallied yeah. up across the week or it's going to be like, at least, or is it going to yeah, be like every, first, second, third season. every week and then you get points. I think we just tally. Because otherwise, like I could get, we could get one of them right. All of us get one of them right, and we just each get one. And we're tally. we're just tied again. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. like I, there could be some comebacks too if we do yeah, t- get, we yeah, tally at the end of the year. Knocks it out of the park one week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so let's just keep a running tally. 
Um, that'll be this will be a fun segment. So Tyler, let's tell the audience. Oh, let's yeah. tell the audience where we pulled these oh, from. I didn't realize sponsored by Underdog. Not yeah, sponsored we're sponsored guys. Definitely we sponsored. Didn't, but we will take sponsorships. Say Underdog again. That, maybe they'll hear us. Precision Roofing were, would be a great sponsor of our program. <laughs> Precision Construction Access overhead. Roofing. Access overhead would be a great potential great investors could be you. That's our key <laughs> demographic right there. Yeah, our uh, one Belgian listener. All right, Tyler, let's <laughs> run into your pickums. Yeah, so I started making mine up on the spot, and I was like, where are you guys getting these numbers from? And it's from Underdog. So Justin Not Herbert, sponsored. over 286.5 passing yards. I think Casey, Chargers, that's going to be a – that will actually be a shootout. I think that will be a fun game to watch. Uh, Michael Thomas, under – 54 and a half receiving yards. They're playing Tampa Bay. I like it. And there's just two other great receivers on that team. And there's a great running back called Alvin Kamara. That's just where I'm going to go the under Tyreek Hill under 74 and a half receiving yards. Uh, that's just because I don't think Tua is the most accurate. Do you know what he had this year? I mean, this week Tua or Tyreek Hill? No, I didn't even look. Here, continue. I'll, I'll take a look. Well, that was my last one, but I'm pulling it up too. <laughs> He's so yeah. hurt, right? <laughs> oh, there's three. He had 94 yards. That's not it's bad. a little tough. Yeah, the Waddle come back here. Yeah, yeah. I think Waddle. I mean, under, unders are a good call. His touchdown celebration was hilarious. I think he should do that every single time. The, the Waddle. Waddle. That's great. <laughs> that was hilarious. Everyone yeah, in the they, crowd started doing it. It's fun. All right, ready, uh, run them. Yeah, going to my pickums. I have no unders here, so a little bit risky. I have DJ Moore over fifty-seven and a half receiving yards. I think he's gonna get back on track. I'm gonna do really well. I think I have Michael Pittman over seventy-two and a half receiving yards. I think they're coming into a really soft defense, and I think he's just gonna repeat what we saw again this week. Um, and then I have Darnell Mooney coming back from his bus this past week in the rain with over fifty-three and a half receiving yards going against Green Bay. We saw what Justin Jefferson was able to do with them. He's obviously not going to do anything to that level, but I think there's going to be some opening for him too. I think we'll see him um, get a lot of targets and, and a good amount of yards here from Justin Fields. I like that. I'm really hoping that comes true, uh, given my Cole Komet investment and uh, zero points last week. So I'm really hoping for that one. Man, you went all overs. Yeah, I, went, I said I went risky here. That's Part bold. of this is I actually have these three guys in a, in different league, differing leagues, so I think it's just like a confidence boost. I just want to put oh, all my yeah. chips into one one thing and just believe. This is the season of manifestation, so I agree with manifestation. That. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. Well, for my three, I got Pat Mahomes plus two and a half touchdowns uh, Thursday night football against the Chargers. We just saw him go out week one with five touchdowns. Uh, I think we're going to see primetime Mahomes if he does not pass for two and a half touchdowns they are going to lose so i i don't see a way for them to win this game without um, this happening uh number two cmc plus 115.5 total yards that's receiving and rushing uh underutilized in week one i think they saw what happens when you underutilize cmc you lose to the browns and give them their first week one victory in 20 years so I think they're going to come back out, change up their game plan, give CMC the ball. Um, 
I think that's a lock CMC plus 115 and a half against the Giants on Sunday. Uh, not a great defense. So it's a I high like, over though. Yeah. Yeah, it is a high over, but it's total yards. So I think it's it's not just rushing. It's 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 a mix. Oh, I mean, okay. see how he can he can do against with the receiving. And they'll need that, just like you said. Yeah, he had fifty seven. Fifty seven total or passing, passing for reference receiving. Yeah, underutilized. Total. Let's double it. Manifestation. Manifestation, manifestation, guys. Yeah, this is exactly. this is CMC's year. We're manifesting it all year. And my third one, uh, I got Trevor Lawrence. Under 243 and a half passing yards. Uh, y'all called it last week. You and Tyler, you and Homick with ETN's big game. I think it's going to be this week. I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball much against the Colts. It's a tough matchup. I don't see Did how you Trevor hear that, Lawrence. Rolando. Don't start Robinson this week. Don't start. Don't yeah, flip flop. Zeke's yeah, going to get the ball over and over again next week. <laughs> Are you playing? Bobby it's going to be. A, it's gonna be a, no, I don't even, I'm not. I don't even know who I'm playing. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be a tough decision, though. Now he's got I, too much, too many starting running backs now. So yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna be able to move the ball, passing or rushing, really. But if Etienne's gonna get it, it's gonna be this week. They're gonna be at the goal line. He's gonna get his two touchdowns, and it's gonna be defensive game. So I got. Pat I want to see that team be good. Half. What the Jags? Yeah, I, I would love to see them be good this year. Like I, I, I want to root for for T Law. And the team in general. Yeah, they can do it. I think they're a sleeper. I don't necessarily believe in them, but like I have this, oh, I want them to do something. Yeah, I agree. They'd be cool. They had their one season, but it was their defense. So anyways, mm-hmm. those are our pickums. Uh, like we said, we're going to keep tallies throughout the season. This will be a, another fun segment to keep, keep track of um, as we continue our podcast. So next up um, is as told by as told by is a segment. Uh, where we'll compare a player, coach, team, or a matchup uh, from this past week or for the season to a quote from a movie. So we've got some uh, hilarious lineup of movies this season, including this one, this episode, Billy Madison, The Other Guys, Wolf of Wall Street, Waterboy, and a, a litany of I others. need to watch The Other Guys. We're going to watch The Others. I've never uh, watched this The one Other we, Guys. Dude, you're going to die. You've never, no, never seen The Other Guys? Die. That movie is... Hilarious. Top five Will Ferrell Hands movie, down. dude. I think it's how does it three. rank compared to Anchorman? Top three. It's, it's yeah. under Anchorman, it's, right? I think it's uh, it's different comedy. It's it's not. It's different, uh, dude. It's different. It's totally different. The other guys is scripted. Anchorman was like pretty much all improv. Yeah, I so, kind of got over Will Ferrell pretty them. quickly, yeah. so that's why I never watched it. But this I'll movie watch is it different. See. This movie is this is like it's a Step good, Brothers dude. type of movie. Okay, if you like, this is. Hilarious. Change so got a good li- uh, lineup of movies. We're going to go through each week. Um, this will be a fun, really fun segment. This one uh, we're doing Billy Madison. Um, I don't think any of us actually watched <laughs> the movie this week. I think we all just kind of pulled quotes and <laughs> you know, just, compare just, it's a long time ago, but <laughs> I've seen it. So hundreds of, times. I, I think <laughs> our, uh, our quotes are accurate, but they will get better. I want to, I want Tyler <laughs> Tyler to kick this one off for us. This was uh, this this movie, about as accurate yeah, as was, our takes have been first? previous yeah. to now. These are going to be bad takes. So Tyler okay. Tyler brought Billy Madison to us. I'm going to let him kick things off with his quotes. Perfect. Okay, so let me set the scene. All right, so the movie it stars a boy <laughs> named Billy, and he's a drunkard. His dad's rich as hell, and he basically is just dicking around through his whole life. 
And he, I think, gets informed by his dad that they paid his teachers so that he graduates. So he, he says, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to school, graduate, and you're going to give me the business. So that's what the whole premise of the movie is. So he's back in school. It's like the first grade. The teacher's, you know, reading a story before nap time. And it's about this little boy losing his dog. And the quote is, <laughs> well, here it is. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Miss Slippy. the part of the story I don't like is that the little boy gave up looking for happy after an hour. He didn't put posters up or anything. He just sat on the porch like a goon and waited. That little boy's got to think you got a pet. You got a responsibility. If your dog is lost, you don't look for an hour and then call it quits. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. <laughs> and that quote is the Saints beating the Falcons the 27 to 36. And that quote recovered from a 16 point deficit in the last quarter of the game. Jameis Winston just <laughs> goofing around like a goon. The goon that he is. And he realizes he's got a responsibility. To start utilizing Michael Thomas, Chris Olave for that two-point conversion. And that is the little boy yeah. who lost his dog. That's a good one. That is a good one. That's a good comparison. Um, Just pain also, everywhere. I also, pain was everywhere. Um, I started playing a survivorship league. <laughs> he ate that W. I started playing a survivorship league this year. And if, Richard, if you don't know what that is, it's where... You pick a team each week to win a game. Did you say if Richard, you lose, if you don't know what that is? If you're wrong, Richard doesn't know what anything in fantasy football is. Oh, I was gonna, We just need to remind him of sure everything that that we tell right. We should probably start over just so we can tell Richard whatever Richard, if you don't know what a league is... No, I, this, this is Tyler speaking, not me. I, I played something like this before, but, yeah, so but it was, I uh, you had up, to pick a loser. So you didn't pick a winner, you picked a loser. It was really ooh. fun. Is it good? That's, yeah. that's interesting. But yeah, so I picked the Saints and I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I just joined this work league and I'm out the first week. And here we are. Love they that. They made it. Good job, Tyler. Shrek, are you go next. All right. So, like I said, I did not watch the movie, so I cannot set the stage for my quotes, but I thought the quotes were pretty, pretty comparable. First one Hey, kids, it's me. I bet you thought that I was dead. But when I fell over, I just broke my leg and got a hemorrhage in my head. <laughs> I think this is uh, perfect for Saquon Barkley. Not dead. When he fell over, he didn't just break his leg. <laughs> 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 Not dead. He came back. It was just fine. Not only was he just fine, he did phenomenal. Saquon is back. He is that dude. So that first quote goes out to Saquon. Second one I got, this is, uh, I believe it's the lunch lady talking to the kids in line. Tyler, you might know this scene better than me, but mm. she's like, uh, uh, have some more it. sloppy Joes. I made them extra sloppy for you. <laughs> I know just how you kids like them sloppy. <laughs> have some more sloppy Joes. <laughs> I made them extra sloppy for you. <laughs> I know how you kids like them sloppy. <laughs> Lady, you're scaring us. <laughs> uh, this was the sloppy Steelers. Slop, this was the Steelers Joe, this week. Yeah. It was a terrible win. And it was the oh, sloppiest yeah. win they could have possibly asked for. It wasn't pretty. 
The Cincinnati Bengals had a doinker in overtime. They missed a field goal. A I never heard of a doink. The Steelers should not should not. I have didn't know that's what game. it was called. The Steelers were not supposed to win this game. So it was a, a very sloppy Joe win for the Steelers. Honestly, I got tired of that game. Like I really didn't want it to keep going. It's, I just wanted it to end. That's pretty good. It was it, At some point, it wasn't fun anymore. I like that. Um, I have a good one to match that one just coming up. It's it's a uh, it's Billy, and he says, uh, "You ain't cool unless you pee your pants." I think we all know that scene. <laughs> hey, look, everybody! Billy peed his pants. Of course, I peed my pants. Everybody my age pees their pants. It's the coolest. Really? Yes. You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Wow. Hey, man, Ernie pees pants too. All right. All right. You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Oh, I think this is a Joe Cool Burrow with five turnovers. You're not cool unless you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he lost. You're not cool unless you threw a pick in the first, hey, he's first still cool. pass. His you first ain't cool until you pass. lose after five turnovers. Yeah, first pass. I think he'll come back. And I, I say this because I think he'll come back. I don't think this is a sign for the rest of the year to come. Um, but he no, definitely him talking the rest of the year all over that entire. Yeah, exactly. But he definitely just pisses pants all on t- of that entire game. Um, I'll do one more. Oh, which one? Which one is probably better? Uh, OK, I say so. It's a uh, Billy talking to that little kid, right? When you're in school, you fucking hate school. Like you don't want to be there. <laughs> and he gets down low on the kid's level and he says, stay here. Stay here as long as you can. Gee, I can't wait till I go to hike school. Don't you say that. Don't you ever say that. Stay here. Stay as long as you can. For the love of God, cherish it. <laughs> For me, that's that's Jason Garrett to Mike McCarthy. Um, I saw how dead in his oh eyes he looked in the broadcast. Uh, he should not be on broadcasting. It was he sad. And I think as, as sad and sorry oh, and terrible so... as it being the head coach for the Cowboys... Um, I think that's Jason Garrett to Mike McCarthy saying, hey, this is a cush job. Just sit there. Don't do shit. Give everyone else the job. Get, give someone else the, the offense, someone else the defense, someone else the time management. Just shit, sit there and don't do fucking shit but clap. Uh, stay here as long as you can and, and cash that check. Do, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got one more. Um, so this one is, this. it's earlier in the movie, and I think Billy's in like, the fourth or fifth grade now, and he's trying to get a date with uh, that Miss Veronica Vaughn. Miss oh, <laughs> one, would you uh, ever go out with anybody from class? Uh huh. Uh huh. You see, Ernie, grown-ups like to go out with other grown-ups. What about Billy? You're more of a grown-up than Billy. I'll give you a grown-up. What was that, Ernie? Nothing. Um, see you tomorrow in class, Miss Vaughn. You blew it! <laughs> and it was like clearly his own fault uh, that he blew it. And that is Travis Etienne. <clears throat> He's trying to get the number one spot. He's hyped up all during the offseason. Robinson's coming back from an Achilles injury. So he's primed for this. And he drops a ball for an easy touchdown. He gets annihilated on that outside pass. Turns around, he just gets wrecked, flies back. I watched the video over and over. It's pretty, I mean, he just gets wrecked. Um, but on the bright side, he had that short pass in the end zone. 
Trevor Lawrence just overthrew him. Sus. Let's ride. Let's ride. Metaphorically. Uh, that was, I, I have one uh, more. I have one oh, more. yeah, go for it. My bad. I didn't see Might it not be worth it, but. Um, Let's hear it. Uh, Farley on the bus. Throw your sandwich at the bus driver. Do it. Do it. Come on. <laughs> hey, you threw that. I'll turn this damn bus around. That'll end your precious little field trip pretty damn quick, huh? For me, that's Sean McVay to, to Matthew Stafford. He's like, I'll fucking trade your ass back for coffee. I'll end this little field trip real damn quick. That's good. We really need them They're to just throw We need them to do better. We need them to be in better situations. God. Yeah. McVay. That's a good one. Need to get the ball that, to Allen Robinson. That was worth does, it, right? Thank That's you for sharing. One. Yeah, of course. That was our. If you guys have uh, one, one real quick, if you guys have movies that you think would be fun, let us know, and we'll yeah. try to do them. We it's definitely have to do Waterboy though. We got to do Waterboy. Hey, Ray, you it's need like to watch. One, the, yeah, I. The, the, that dude, one I'm, I'm telling you, re-watch. the other guys is going to be the best one we do. That oh, one. Yeah, has we'll do that one. We'll do that one. I'll watch. You're going to love that movie. It's Christina. <laughs> Marty laughing. I don't even. I don't even know what it's about. It's Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs. It's, it's not Dobbs. Are not you stupid? Dobbs. All right, we're gonna skip that for now. All right. Well, that that was our as told by segment. We're gonna keep doing that. Like Tyler said, please send us recommendations. That will be very fun. All right. Next, we're gonna hop into. Uh, one of our last segments of the week, uh, the NFL sleeper league. So at the beginning of the season, I got this idea from TikTok. I put together a 32 team league and sleeper for every actual NFL team and put every player available on each team's roster within sleeper PPR scoring, uh, best ball situation, just to see which team wins the fantasy championship, which actual NFL team puts up the most fantasy points at the end of the season. So we'll give an update each week, but wanted to get into early projections for champion and uh, the toilet bowl. So who's going to be the shittiest team, hands down, worst team in the league. So uh, real quick, we'll hop into the championship picks and the toilet bowl picks and then tell you who the week one winner and loser are if you didn't already know. (laughs) So uh, you might have guessed. Yeah, you might have guessed who the winner and uh, who the absolute loser was this week, but all right, let's get into our championship picks. Tyler, who you got and why? Uh, I've got the Bengals. Uh, dude, Jamar Chase, dude. It's like what bro said. I mean, Jamar Chase is down there somewhere, and when he gets under pressure, he's just going to keep throwing down to him, and it's going to be huge plays after huge plays all year long. Um, I think Joe Mixon's a great running back. So, And then Burrow, obviously, he can make plays. He can make it happen. So I just feel like, that's just going to be the one I'm choosing. I'll leave it I got Vikings it. here. I got mm. Vikings here. Mm. Um, I love the opportunity mm. if if we get, you know, Dalvin Cook out. We saw Madison. Obviously, of Jefferson. We saw what, we did, what he did um, this past week against uh, Green Bay. I think they're probably, you know, compared to like some of these other guys, maybe a little bit of a sleeper pick on the edge, but I think they're definitely going to score their fair share here this year. Yeah, they really can. That'll be a... All three of our championship picks, I think, are pretty solid picks. Um, I went with the Bills. I think the Bills are going to show out every week. 
I think Josh Allen's going to get 20-plus mm-hmm. points every week. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, Isaiah McKenzie, Jameson Crowder. They have the guy, Singletary, Zach Moss. I mean, they're just going to show out every week. Um, the way that the scoring format works in this league is it's best ball, so we don't have to set the rosters every week. It's just going to automatically place the top scorers that fill in the roster spots of each team. So it doesn't matter if like a Joe blow scores 20 points, their team will get the points for that. So it could be anybody on their rosters. um, And it will inevitably win or lose them the season. So great championship picks boys. Let's get into the toilet bowl picks. Who's going to be the lowest scoring NFL fantasy team. Tyler. Yeah, so I'm going with uh, Seattle Seahawks. I think they look pretty decent um, Monday night, but I don't, I don't see that going on for very long. And DK Metcalf, seven targets, seven receptions, and 36 yards. That's just really sad to see. I don't even remember seeing Lockett. <laughs> he was there. He was had a couple there, opportunities. It just he was just really... very tiny. Yeah, it's very yeah, small. Let's... Yeah. He... Okay. He had four targets and 28 yards. I mean, those are your top two receivers. That's Penny, tough. Penny so looking good. They're though. my toilet bowl. Yeah, I, I had to emotionally. Yeah, he did look good. He did look um, nice. Didn't really blow up, but he had, he had maybe a couple missed tackles away from doing something. Going against I had to emotionally Broncos, hedge. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. I had to emotionally hedge here on the toilet bowl pick and and probably make just a good pick and say the Patriots. Um, you know, you start two running backs. Um, there's going to be points for their rushing split across three running backs, at least that's already one thing. And I, you know, that's probably the best they're going to do on offenses is for in the rushing game. And it's not going to be that great. And you look at their wide receivers and it's going to be a, a real slog. We don't really have an offensive coordinator. Um, it's a really sad year for the Patriots. Um, you know, teams like Miami look like they got better. Obviously the bills, these teams are playing. All, so it's, it's just really going to be tough. So I, I have them right down there at the bottom. Yeah, it's sad to see two of our teams. I think we all went with teams we really like. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Tyler had t- Tyler has a Russ uh, Seahawk jersey, so I think him picking. I like Unlimited. I, I mean, dude, Unlimited. Russ Let's ride. As a fun yeah, my toilet bowl pick. Um, I changed mine after last night. Uh, really pissed off, but I think the Cowboys <laughs> are just going to be dog shit all year. Emotional. It's not going to be a fun season. Yeah, talk about Ray hedging his his team. I think the Cowboys are just going to be emotional <laughs> That's two strikes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I went the Cowboys as the the toilet bowl pick. Um, I just think it's going to be really hard for them to score points. They're going to have weeks, up weeks, but I just don't think they're going to maintain what other teams are going to be able to maintain. So there you have it, our championship picks and toilet bowl picks. Uh, real fast, the week one winner-loser. I think this one was pretty inevitable. Uh, week one winner Barrett's boys, the Kansas City Chiefs. It was good. Mahomes did Mahomes maybe things. Maybe week two and winner. I don't. Yeah, maybe week two winner too. Um, I don't think I need to tell you who the week one loser was. Uh, it was pretty obvious, considering the only team that didn't score a touchdown in the first week was the Cowboys. So, with sixty-one total fantasy points across their team, lovely highest scoring player on their team, Dalton Schultz. So, fun start to the season for the boys. Uh, Well, that wraps up our NFL Sleeper League recap. 
Tyler, do you have a defense for us or do you want to, you want to push that? Uh, we'll do it next week. That's totally fine. I didn't prepare again. The bad Steelers, news. Go. The bad news defense is going to be coming hot next episode. Patriots. What we're going to do is each week, Tyler's going to give a bad news airs defense. There's a strong possibility that he's going to pick the Cowboys. Maybe not after last night. He's never see. picking the Cowboys. Never picking not. the Cowboys. Not after last week or yesterday. I mean, man. Well, this was a fun episode, guys. We, yeah, yeah, before we close out, you can't you can't leave everybody hanging. Uh, you you had the the cliffhanger ah, last week. Rolando. Your opinion, y'all's opinions on the first trade of the year. I still think it was myself shit. and Rolando. Yeah, I think he gave up too much for that. He gave up Pitts, Pittman, and who was running back? I didn't take a running back. I I gave him. That's really all that mattered. For Zeke. I got Jacoby Myers. He gave me Pitts, Pittman, Jacoby Myers. I gave him Zeke and. Zeke. That's it. That's all you need to say. And Brandon Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. And and I gave him um, that fucking rookie doesn't matter in Dallas now that Dak's gone for sure. Zeke. Colbert. You gave him Zeke. He needed a running back. You gave him. Zeke, he gave up. I was really happy to get off Dallas. Really happy to get off Dallas. A and now I, now I think I have like a top the number, five wide receiver. The number two, Jr. potential number two, maybe even number one. Uh, he's not going to pass Kelsey. Number two tight end in Pitts. No, he won't. And a top See, but 12 <laughs> wide receiver in Michael Pittman for Brandon Cooks and Zeke. Yeah. Rolando, I was not yeah. a fan of that. Got to give you props on the win. It was a great game. I still have. Yeah, he was saying he, he was saying we'll, we'll all see. We'll all see. I mean, yeah, he, he, we scored. We did see, he scored. We did see about middle of the pack this this week. Yeah, even with Robinson on the bench and Zeke scoring what five points. So I can take that one on the chin. I can. Good game, Bazo. Um, I can't wait to see you lose the rest of the season. So. <laughs> Do you I think it was still a really long episode? Yeah, they're gonna make it. There's no way. There's We've 100%. been entertaining. There's no way. We're an entertaining crew. I think there was definitely there was definitely I'll some try to lulls, trim it down. I think I think we've I think we we yeah, we got to make sure it. you get to the to the quote section. We revived it with the quotes. Yeah, we spent a lot of time. We just got to be more ca- yeah. more we casual. We are the better it is, the funnier it is. It is better. Okay. Well, well yeah. I we think this was fun. Now. Yeah. Let's uh let's wrap it up. Thanks again, guys. All of y'all, the massive crowd of people listening to bad takes mostly. Can't wait to see you next week. Yeah, oh, keep it up in Belgium. Nine percent of the women. word. One one woman. <laughs> well, thank you guys again for listening. Can't wait for you to join us next week. This is bad takes mostly. Yeah, be nice. Peace. <laughs> Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs>